Hello and welcome to another episode on Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Matrix 17 was an eventful one, not at Anfield, unfortunately, as the game between Liverpool and Manchester United ended goalless. Arsenal got an important win against Brighton that puts them back at the top of the table. Aston Villa beat Brentford 2-1, which keeps them in third position. And City dropped points against Palace, so... It looks like the title race has just opened up. So let's begin with our matching review uh, with the first game, and that's Liverpool versus Manchester United. So obviously the game ended 0-0. Highly anticipated encounter between two of the most successful teams in England. Liverpool were favourites in the game to demolish United on the basis of the team selections, as United had a lot of casualties and the absence of their captain Bruno Fernandes due to suspension, but also the infamous 7-0 victory that took place in March earlier in the year. Our local fans, including myself, were expecting that level performance. But unfortunately, it never happened. The match never really lived up to the bill. Liverpool had a lot of possession in the game. They had 34 shots with only eight being on target. So that should paint the picture. We were firing left, right and centre, but with no success. It was a frustrating game for Liverpool. United were playing a low block like a prime stock city. Now, I'm sure Tony Pulis would be proud of that performance. In terms of key moments in the game, United had a couple of chances to break the deadlock. Hoyland going close uh, one-on-one with Alisson, but he managed to make that crucial block. Liverpool had a few headers uh, from Van Dijk, Konate and Gakpo, but were unable to hit the target. Now, despite what Gary Neville had to say after the game, they weren't free headers. Um, but... They should have hit the target at least. But, you know, for me, the key was to trying to trouble Onana in this game because he looked like he was moments away from producing a blunder. But well done to Manchester United on winning 0-0. Uh, I wouldn't say it was down to their performance that you won the points. Uh, it was Liverpool who didn't perform and dropped two points in this game. It also looks like Ten Hag survives another day as Manchester United manager. I'm all for it, especially as United tend to sack their managers after a Liverpool defeat. So I'll take that as a positive because as long as he's there, that club will be uh, digressing. Roy Keane was a bit salty in regards to Van Dijk's comments and called him arrogant. Ironic coming from him. uh, But was Van Dijk wrong? Forget parking a bus. United parked the jumbo jet at Anfield. But, you know, times have changed at United. Have you seen some of the reactions online? United fans jubilant about drawing 0-0 against their biggest rivals like they won the cup. If you don't believe me, (laughs) have a look at this. That's good enough, you know. Yeah. Blow up, man. And then someone needs to get up. 96 minutes. I swear to God, this... mm. We've done it. Look, look, look at the... Yeah! Oh, shit! Come on! 6-0! Come on! Clean sheet! Clean sheet! Every single Please player, you fucking work hard. Yes. Bro. Yes. Yes. Well done. Come on. We I, fought a sacrificial lamb. I said, I said, said no, no. on the cup. So did I. So did I. No, no. I said it. No, no. I said it. We fought for that shit. And who would have thought? Hey. Who would have thought? Give A. Hey. Oh, the mighty have fallen. Now, I'm not going to be petty. Congrats on uh, Manchester on a monumental point to avoid defeat. This is certainly their highlight of the season. The crucial points moved them up to, actually, sorry, um, 
it hasn't moved you up to anywhere. You're you've actually dropped down to seventh. So <laughs> what was the point of all, all of that? In terms of Liverpool, we go again. Next game is a big one as we face Arsenal at Anfield this Saturday. Big game ahead and looking forward to this one. As some people like to say, we've got bigger fish to fry than Manchester United. In terms of the next game, Arsenal versus Brighton. Uh, Brighton uh, lost this game 2-0. The Gunners finally beat the Seagulls at the Emirates. A fantastic victory for the Gunners against a tricky opposition who were in great spirit after their victory over Marseille in the Europa League and qualifying for the next round. So let's discuss the key moments of the game. Olegaard almost opens the scoreline with a lovely strike from outside the box, just misses the target. He then lays off another pass to Saka moments later, who squares it to Martinelli, but his effort goes over the bar. Now, I'm not sure if I'm the only one that's seen Martinelli in terms of his form this season. I feel like he's been a bit off the radar. Uh, he hasn't been very clinical in front of goal, and he's not playing free-flowing football that made him one of the most dangerous wingers in the league. But let me not say too much, as he normally steps it up against Liverpool, and we are playing him this week. So, swiftly moving on. Arsenal managed to break the deadlock through a Gabriel Jesus header. Poor clearance from Brighton's Van Heck, whose clearance ends up being an assist, assist for the Arsenal striker. Probably thinking, what the heck was he doing during that time? Arsenal almost make it 2-0 from a corner, but Dunk heads it away from the goal, goal line. Olegaard has another crack on goal that almost troubles uh, Verbruggen, who saves it fantastically with one hand. But it wasn't all Arsenal in the game. Brian did have a moment to get involved with the goals, but Grouse, um, it's his effort, ripples the side netting. For me, he should have done better. It was a sliding shot, um, just didn't time it rightly. And I think if he timed it a bit better, he would have just about hit the near post there. But um, it wasn't to be. Havertz then makes it 2-0 for Arsenal with a calm left-footed finish. He seems to up his game in recent weeks and he's produced some good performances. So maybe he won't be labelled as the flop of the season. I actually went for Mason Mount earlier on, so my prediction still stands. And that rounds up the game. Arsenal's victory helps them regain top spot, but how long as they face Liverpool later this week? Next fixture, Brentford versus Aston Villa. This encounter got a bit fiery in the end as former Brentford striker Ollie Watkins didn't like what was said to him by one particular fan that he labelled after the game and Watkins ended up having the last laugh. Brentford probably should have been awarded a penalty early in the game as McGinn drags Ben B to the ground but then moments later the Bees break the deadlock as Lewis Porter controls the ball and hits a shot very cleanly into the bottom corner so 1-0 to Brentford there. Things were looking on the up but then Brentford were hit by a blow as Ben Mee got sent off for dangerous play. I believe it's his first red card in his 10-year career so far. I've seen worse tackles this season and nothing came from it. But by the letter of the law, because his foot was quite high and it was deemed as reckless, it is that decision in the end. So he was sent back to the changing rooms. That's a Dwight for Villa. And they got the equaliser through Alex Moreno who scores from point-blank with a header. Ollie Watkins then gets the crucial winner from his header. Instinctive finish from the striker, who walks straight towards the crowd, but he was in the goal, <laughs> goal rather than face-to-face with the fans. And he tries to taunt someone, um, who I gather was heckling him throughout the game. The home fans didn't like it, considering Watkins is a former player. But emotions are high, so these things do happen. But tempers start to flare. 
and you've got a crowd of players pushing and shoving each other. The game goes on and Leon Bailey almost scored the own goal of the season as he hits a back pass from the halfway line and Martinez almost uh, gets caught out as the ball hits the side netting. Close call for Villa. But as that happened, a uh, bit of craziness in this game. Morpe barges Martinez uh, to get the ball. But Martinez drops to the floor like he just got shot by John Wick. Then later in the game, a free kick was awarded to Villa. As Martinez steps up to take it, he shoves Morpe from the, from the back. And after all that, Harold breaks loose um, as players get involved in the melee, including uh, Bubaka Kamara, who then gets sent off for pushing uh, Yamaluk, I think his name. Silly sending off for Villa as Kamara has been one of their best performing players this season. So he'll be out for the next three games uh, during a very congested period of the season. But in the end, a great victory for Villa, still in third place, but level on points with Liverpool, who are currently second. Now the next game, Manchester City versus Crystal Palace in the 2-2. This is very unlike City. Dropping points in another fixture as they've only got one win in the last six games. So they're definitely going through a blip right now. They had a number of chances in the game to seal the victory. Early shots from Alvarez and Rodri couldn't break the deadlock, but it was Jack Grealish who steps up and hits a lovely shot in the bottom corner. Um, lovely assist by Foden there. And speaking of Foden, he almost makes it 2-0 after hitting a thunder shot from outside the box, uh, hits the top of the side netting. Rico Lewis makes his, uh, not his first start, I think it was one of his few starts this season. 2-0 uh, with a close-range volley. Bernardo Silva almost makes it 3-0 with a great strike from the right-hand side. But Dean Henderson makes a fantastic save to pay it away. He had a very good game, to be fair, uh, making some crucial saves. And then from there on, Palace stepped it up and scored their first goal. Gay hits a fantastic long through ball towards Schlup, who controls the ball, hits a low cross towards Mateta, and he scores from close range. Many thought that was a consolation. It certainly was. Mateta gets fouled in the box from Foden's challenge, and the ref points at the penalty spot. Now, I don't think uh, Foden was expecting Mateta to come charging in like that. But unfortunately, he ended up kicking him clean, so it was a penalty. Olise steps up and hits the bottom corner with precision. So, a lovely finish from him, and Eagles walk away to South London with a point in the bag. Just got a comment here from Uncle Rod, who says, hey, bro, I've hit the like button. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much, Uncle Rod. Thank you for your support, as always. Now, next fixture, Nottingham Forest versus Tottenham. Tottenham make it two back-to-back -back wins as they beat Forest in their tough away fixture. Son Almost opened the scoreline early on, but his effort was blocked by Matt Turner. Brennan Johnson almost scores against his former club as he steps the ball towards goal, but Turner parries the ball away from goal. But it wasn't long before Spurs took the lead and what a cross it was from Kulusevski to Richarlison, who heads the ball into the back of the net. Forrest had their best chance as Bolly is in acres of space in the box and has the freedom to take a crack on goal. But he swipes his shot and it goes over the bar. So that was a turning point as, unfortunately for Turner, he gives the ball away and Kulisevsky picks up the ball, dribbles wide and shoots with his right foot with real venom. Turner tries to make the save, but it goes through his hands and hits the back of the net. So Spurs are 2-0 up, but unfortunately find themselves with 10 men 
as Basuma's challenge against Yates is deemed as a yellow card, or a second yellow card, I should say, and is given the marching orders to leave the pitch. Now, we're seeing a lot of uh, red cards this season, especially even this match week 17. So it's not what you want to see, as it certainly kills the game, in my opinion. Forrest almost scored from a corner as Toffolo has the ball and somehow Vicario makes an audacious save with his feet. What a save from the Italian goalkeeper who manages to keep a clean sheet for Spurs and also help them get the win. So this um, win puts uh, Tottenham in fifth place, one point behind City. Now in terms of other games, Chelsea won 2-0 against Sheffield United. Chelsea bounced back with a win after losing their first two games Palmer opens the scoreline. Lovely low cross from Sterling. Nicholas Jackson makes it two minutes later, scoring from literally one yard away. So it's not really hard to miss there. Bournemouth versus Luton. Uh, unfortunately, this match was cancelled um, after Luton captain Tom uh, Lockyer collapsed on the pitch. We've now discovered that he suffered a cardiac arrest and remains in hospital. So we wish him a speedy recovery. Hopefully he's in good health and hope to see him on the pitch in the near future. Next fixture, Newcastle versus Fulham. So Newcastle won 3 0. Fortunately for Fulham, got an early red card around the second, 22nd minute as Raul Jimenez hits Longstaff with a flying arse attack. Um, something you see Rokiji do back in the day in the WWE. Uh, Fulham are down to 10 men very early on. So it's always going to be an uphill battle. Newcastle took advantage. The first goal came from Lewis Miley, who scores his first professional goal. And what a proud moment for the youngster and his family. Amiron makes it 2-0, scoring an open goal. And Dan Burns scores it to make it 3-0. As his initial header was saved, but the rebound hits his thigh and passes the goal line. Next game, Burnley versus Everton, which ended 2-0 to Everton. And Everton on fire right now. That's four wins in a row. Fantastic goal um, for the first one. Nicely whipped corner by McNeil and a bullet header from Onana. Michael Keane scores against his former club to make it 2 0, and that win puts Everton in 16th place and out of the relegation zone. West Ham 3 0 uh, against Wolves. The Hammers bounced back after a huge defeat against Fulham last week. Now it was their turn to give a team a thumping, and that's exactly what happened. Kudos scores a brace in this game. His first goal, powerful left foot strike from outside the box. Second goal, lovely finish with his right foot. And Bowen makes it 3-0 himself with a similar finish to Kudus' second goal. And all three assists came from Paqueta, who was fantastic in this game. So that's our Match Week 17 review. And that's a wrap-up for today. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you to Anfield Uncle Ross for your comment. If you haven't already, please don't forget to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Next show, or next shows, um, I should say, um, will be taking place from tomorrow as I do the match preview of Liverpool versus West Ham in the quarterfinal of the Carabao Cup at 10pm UK time. Then I'll proceed to continue my Liverpool career mode journey on FC24 at 10.30pm after the show. So make sure to hit that notification bell as we've got plenty of content coming up this week. Follow me on socials at AussieFTP on Twitter slash X. And you can also follow me at Aussie.FTP on Instagram, threads and TikTok. So... Until next time, guys, take care, stay safe, and I hope to see you all very soon. Goodbye.